everybody welcome to episode 48 of the bomber brothers podcast part of the pinstripe alley community of podcasts sean and ryan with you here to uh recap what has already begun with a long list of yankee injuries and we had a pretty exciting off season with the signing of of garrett cole and Sean, I feel like for the second straight year <laughs> these yankee injuries are once again making it pretty tough to stay overly excited for opening day it's more just like nervousness of who's going down next um yeah dude it sucks um i'm more way more bummed about the sevy one way more angry about the john carlos stanton one and i guess we could get into the reasons for that as we go along but it's not good when you lose a slugger who's capable of hitting 50 home runs and a cy young runner-up in the in the same week it's not great and i i I mean i guess we could start with severino because that's what happened first but i don't know about you but i feel horrible for him i mean he just seems so down everybody was saying he's such a nice guy and i really think this this goes back to 2018 when the yankees just abused him obviously he was pitching through a, a bunch of fatigue and he hasn't been the same ever since and and the yankees are paying the price for for riding him a little too hard in 2018 yeah and if um if anyone forgets Severino was off to his usual dominant self in 2018 and then had a significant drop off in in the second half and it was kind of like almost in in every in every start situation where people were asking hey have you thought of just like shutting Severino down for a little while he's clearly not right and and the answer was always well the velocity's still there he says he's fine um so, you know, how much blame does does that go on the Yankees if Severino was saying he was fine? And the velocity numbers were still pretty much the same. Um, so how much of that was just the Yankees trusting Severino's word? Should they have been a little more assertive and shut him down? Does that really – is there a, a definite link between that and what's been going on with Severino ever since? I guess you can't really say for sure, but Severino came back – to spring training the following spring and clearly hasn't been the same since because he started dealing with his other injuries during spring training last year pretty much made let's see made one regular season start last year and then pitched in the playoffs and now he's down again and will be down for the for a long while having Tommy John surgery. But like you said, yeah, I'm, I'm super bummed for Severino. I mean, you remember his entire 20 his entire 2017 season, the first half of 2018, and you said, "All right, here the Yankees have a a homegrown ready-made ace. He was pitching like one of the best pitchers in baseball." I mean, by by the first couple months of 2018, after everything you saw in 2017, you we're starting to think, okay, Severino is a top five pitcher in the league. 
and just had a significant drop off in, in 2018 and now has been battling health issues ever since. So we'll, we'll see how he comes back from Tommy John surgery. And obviously you hope he's fine. Good for him that he was able to sign that extension before all this happened. But now I guess looking at it from a 2020 perspective, now all of a sudden the Yankees are going into opening day down two of their three best pitchers. And the rotation was supposed to be something that was even more of a formidable strength with the addition of Cole. And now you have Cole and Tanaka. And and outside of that, um, it's a lot of, uh, it's going to be a lot of questions. Well, I mean, Jay Happ looked brilliant in his first start, so. Yes, but everyone knows spring training always carries over to the regular season. Just ask Greg Bird. It, it does. Greg Bird's going to hit 50 this year, just, you know, just so you know. <laughs> and we're going to be like, damn, wish we had his bat. But anyway, um, yeah, I, um, yeah, this is a bummer for Severino. I'm glad he got some money in that contract before this happened, because otherwise I think the Yankees would be uh, quite negligent in their responsibility to to him and his health. But um, I I think the Yankees rotation is in as bad shape as a lot of people think. It's not as strong as it could have been. But, I mean, the Yankees won the division rather handedly last year with, you know, Paxton, Tanaka, Happ, and bunch of question marks basically i mean yeah that's that's true but the rays the, just continue to get better i think yeah but the, the yankees got garrett cole so they're better and they're getting montgomery back who also looked great in his first outing and and i think montgomery's a wild card here that's getting overlooked a bit and i mean i'll be honest i was a, I, I was doing it early on and he was great in 2017 and the beginning of 2018 was very good so I mean, he could be he could be somebody that emerges and, and takes a big big piece here, and, and you know I, I don't mean to be corny and, and and beat on the drum, but I mean the Yankees obviously have plenty of players that are chomping at the bit for an opportunity with the whole next man up mantra, and and this is an opportunity now for Jordan Montgomery to showcase what he can do at the major league level, especially with Tanaka and Paxton becoming free agents next year. This might afford the Yankees an opportunity to see what they have in house before they offer extension to. Uh, Paxton or Tanaka, and and the good news was Paxton's going to be back in mid-May. I think is what what for, what uh, was said. Who knows with the Yankees medical staff? I think it's more <laughs> of, uh, to quote the Who, uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss um, so far. But again, some of this seems residual, and uh, John Carl Stan apparently is against stretching, but we'll get to that later. But I mean, if you have Paxton come back in mid-May, now you're at where you were for the postseason last year, except you've taken Severino out. And you've put in Garrett Cole, which I love Severino, but that's a huge upgrade. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but, you know, you mentioned Paxton and we're talking about Severino. And I guess, you know, last year with all these injuries, everyone was clamoring for the Yankees to clean house with their medical staff. And I guess I wasn't as fully on board with that idea that that would be what fixed things. You know, sometimes you just run into years where you run into a ton of bad luck and a lot of players get injured but you you know now you have two of your three best starting pitchers that are on the shelf one of them for the entire season another one for at least the first month and a half of the regular season and both were due to injuries suffered before the end of last season and it just seemed like the Yankees kind of took a wait and see approach through the offseason on both of them and i don't know it, it just 
look, I'm, I am no medical expert. I am the farthest from it. But if Severino was dealing with this issue when he was pitching in the postseason, I, I, I don't know. Wouldn't they have tried to do a little more thorough testing during the offseason to try to get this sorted out instead of just saying, all right, well, you know, take the offseason off and hopefully it feels better when you come back in spring training? I guess kind of the same thing for for, for Paxton too. Well, I mean, I think with back, I understand you're trying to avoid surgery at all costs. And he had surgery now. He'll be back in mid-May. It's not something that's, you know. Yeah, this but is if, more towards the, the Severino. Yeah, but if Severino had gotten – I don't know. I, I think this goes – I think there's people that are just like, well, let's just wait and see. And then there's people that are like, I want to know everything that's wrong with me. Uh, I, I would rather – if I was a professional athlete, I would get the most extensive check ever at the end of every year just to know where I stand. I, I'd rather know what I'm dealing with and if I can fix things. But um, – yeah, I don't understand why. The, I mean, obviously they did what? Like a, it, it didn't reveal the tear until they did like a MRI with contrast or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I think they did two initial MRIs that came back fine. I mean, I've only had I've had two MRIs in my whole life, and both of them were with and without contrast. So I don't understand why you don't just sit for the extra twenty minutes and do both. You know, put a little music and, and sit in there in the tube. Why not? But. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, I'd love to ask, like, I'd love somebody to ask, well, like, just, you know, not like to be a jerk, but why is it your strategy to not delve deeper? Is it because athletes don't want to know what's going on? Like, what's the deal? I'm really curious about that. But, um, you know, I mean, it's going to cost, you know, Severino would have missed the whole year anyway if he had Tommy John in November or December, but then he would have still at least been ready for spring training of 2021. Now we're looking at Severino coming back in the all-star break of 2021. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a, it's a crushing, crushing blow to the, to the Yankees rotation. I mean, it already was dealt a blow with, with Paxton who you saw in the postseason just what kind of pitcher he could be and the elite pitcher he was with Seattle and the elite pitcher that he was last year before he hurt his knee in the, in the beginning of the, of the regular season. And now with Severino. Not only that, I mean, down the stretch, look at how, what he did in August and September. He was lights out. Yeah, once that knee started to feel a little better. And I mean, now with, with Severino, that was, you know, the homegrown co-ace next to Garrett Cole, at least was supposed to be. And and now he's, he's going to be out, like you said, until probably July of, of 2021. So, so now – the Yankees better hope Jordan Montgomery pitches like he did in 2017 or and better hope that Jay Happ pitches more like he did down the stretch of 2018 and, and, and in the final month of 2019 um, as opposed to how he pitched throughout the rest of 2019 last season. And then let's see. And then, I mean, probably they're probably going to try to avoid bullpen days because that kind of, tax the bullpen by the by the postseason and then so well you're gonna still need still gonna need another starter to step up jason vargas baby no i'm just kidding (laughs) um no i mean if you if you go hap montgomery and then you know somebody will hopefully step up whether it be debbie garcia or mike king or or uh you know the man, the myth, the legend, oh, CC, yeah, CC's ACL <laughs> apparently is not torn. Yeah, um, his shoulder might be in, in rough shape, but you know, <laughs> it's probably in better shape than half the Yankees pitching staff at this point. 
Yeah. And maybe a little less cranky than Judge's. We'll see. He's supposed to play this week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, so <laughs> Eric Baldwin tweeted out the lineup this morning. It was early. It was like 730. I don't know if you saw this. And somebody replied, really, question mark? Like, because, you know, they fight like four regulars in and then the rest of the lineup are just, you know, triple A, quad A guys. So P- Yankee fans are cl- complaining about the lineup in spring training. Oh, That's God, yeah. They were complaining on the first game of spring training. So, some, well, I mean, to the to their credit, a lot of them sometimes are just like it's sarcasm, which is of course tough to tell over the form of the written word. But a lot of them are 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 serious and uh, apparently don't understand how the first week of spring training works. But that's that's neither here nor there. That's why all the injury reactions have been, um, you know, completely level headed. No one's going off the rails. Although people are calling John Carlos Stanton Jacoby Ellsbury already. He's getting there, dude. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, well, but he, he is. He has a long way to go to get to Jacoby Ellsbury. Well, yeah. his contract's got a long way to go, too. So, I mean, he's on pace. <laughs> yeah. He's, he on, he's on pace. He had one healthy year. and He's played, what, four games since? Six? Yeah. Got healthy, got hurt again, got healthy, got hurt again. And then he got healthy and got hurt doing drills. How do you get hurt doing drills? It's not like you're running and diving for a ball while you're shagging flies on the fourth day of spring training. Uh-huh. I mean, how did this happen? Do some quad stretches. Stop Stop just lifting. I, I mean, geez. I told him I'm going to send Ibby up there to teach him how to stretch. Ibby, you know, Ibby seems pretty loose to me. But this is insane. Like, look, I want John Carl Stanton to do well, probably more than most Yankee fans. I really I think he's I think he's misunderstood and underrated. But he's got to take better care of himself. There, you know, there's this is getting insane. Like Judge has had freak injuries and like a latch strain, right? Like whatever he had last oblique. year, the, the oblique. I mean, you could be a massive guy and take care of your legs. This is getting insane with his lower body stuff. And I, I mean, it's to the point now where I'm like, this dude's just going to have to DH because you need you want his bat in the lineup, but he can't play left field without getting hurt. Yeah, it's 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 certainly uh certainly been a scary trend since the beginning of the 2019 season. I mean, even in 2018, we saw him play through some lower body injuries and was insanely productive. I mean, he carried the team when Judge was hurt, went with his freak injury of getting hit in the wrist. But mm-hmm. yeah, so Stanton was dealing with that then, and you know that was the second of two straight years where he played 155 plus games, and you. We're not ready for this uh, sudden decline in, in availability because of his health. And then, you know, it wasn't lower body that started all this in 2018. He had a bicep, uh, he had a bicep strain uh, after taking a swing, kind of like what Gary Sanchez dealt with at the beginning of 2018. But then when he came back, it was the uh, the PCL sprain in his knee when he slid into third base. Then started dealing with the quad issue in the in the playoffs. Now a calf issue. So he's, I mean, they said he's going to be out a couple weeks. So that already takes you to. Might miss opening day. Yeah. Looking like he could miss opening day. It's looking like at this point, if if judges, imagine just imagine judges shoulder doesn't feel right next week or this week when he gets into games. And all of a sudden you're looking at an outfield where 
You can have Miguel Andohar out there, maybe even Clint Frazier out there, and just the defensive liabilities out there would be catastrophic. Gardner's going to have to be like Gardner's Bugs Bunny going back and forth. No, I mean, if that really happened, what I would do is put Talkman out and left, and, uh, you know, you could DH one of the two uh, knuckleheads out there, and then you'd be <laughs> all right. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Yasiel Puig is out there. Yeah. I would. Oh, I would love that. Well, I mean, who knows what he'll he'll accept at this point? It'll be like when you get Encarnacion. It's just a you know, it's another big bat. And uh, what's the worst that happens? You know, he he craters in the playoffs. Well, whatever. He still give you some good moments. But I mean, Puig seems like the kind of guy that's going to step up in October. He likes those moments. And just an insanely fun player to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine like just putting him on the team that kind of depth? Yeah. Hey, I'm, still, I'm, I'm not all a, for it. Look, it, it. I mean, right now your lineup has probably Stanton at DH, right? Once if every once everybody's healthy, you have Stanton at DH, Gardner in center, Judge in right. Who's who's in left? Talkman. Yeah, I mean, if he can produce like he did last season, but that's that's a big question mark. We don't we don't know what. If not Frazier, he looks horrible. Yeah, give me give me Puig. Let's go. Why not? We're going for it. Let's really go for it. Give me Yasiel Puig. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, I'm all for uh, adding another piece after we literally only added one. Can you, imagine, can you imagine all the old man cranky Yankee fans watching Puig? Every oh day? yeah, I know. It'd be amazing. It would be absolutely incredible. And I would he would it. be the most divisive player uh, that we've had in a long time. I can't even think about uh, he'd be worse than Stanton. He'd be worse than Sanchez. Yeah, I, I agree. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I it, how do you strain your quad doing doing shagging flies? Come on, it was his calf. It was his calf. <laughs> calf. How do you strain your calf? Come on, this is just insane. And he stepped in a hole. I don't know. It's not like they're playing at J.P. Stevens or, or Warren Park. These fields are, are well kept. Yeah. You know, it's not like they're playing out in the backyard where, oh, you know, sorry, there's a little divot here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. This is this is nuts. It, it, it aggravated. The, the stay one aggravates me. The Severino one makes me sad. And, uh, you know, the Paxton one, it was like, okay, we're starting already. And then uh, – you know, here we are, and it, we did it last year, so I'm not super nervous. I'm not super down. Like I'm like you were like it's making it hard to get ready for opening day, but I'm still excited for baseball, and I'm excited for this team, and I think they will be okay. But it's just like you go in expecting a juggernaut, and now you're you're you know you don't have that. And I've seen the people online saying the Yankees should have signed more than one free agent this year, and I I can't say they shouldn't have, but who? Who else could you have added with what you had going into the year? What, where would you have uh, – maybe an infielder? But, I mean, at some point, are you going to give Tyler Wade a shot or not? And if you signed another infielder, how are you selling him on your playing time? Because your infield is pretty much set. You have two third basemen. You have uh, – you know, Glaber Torres is short. And you have LeMahieu at second. So where are you getting another infielder that is of value that's going to say, yeah, I'll come here and play backup? No, you're right. Sorry, I was yawning. I, I know. Not I because of what you were saying, but That's because fine. it's the morning time. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, I, I totally, I get what you're saying, and and people are going to be like, oh, well, they should have, uh, 
been prepared for for injuries after what happened last season is well you can't necessarily sell free agents on that like hey if these guys get hurt again you're going to see a lot of playing time so no I, I get what you're saying but now look now the Yankees this is the spot the Yankees are in bunch of injuries again and there is still one more major league caliber outfielder there for the taking all it's going to take is a little bit of money so I think I, the God, sorry all I was going to say is, so I would, I would at least, um, I would at least take a long, hard look at Puig. I thought the best thing I saw on Twitter was for the Yankees rotation to go get that thirty-nine-year-old that had the slap tear. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember his name since I saw yeah, the commercial right. <laughs> a thousand freaking times. Um, Never played baseball again. Yeah, right. What the hell? What was his name? Uh, Eric something. Yeah. Eric story. <laughs> maybe i'll go to monicure.com and, and find it but maybe uh, stan needs to go to that guy dr liebman or something beg, I I beg me to get me back, back on the diamond yeah <laughs> i don't know what uh what do you think the monofure because we had a monofure movie with uh ana de armas in it which you know it was fantastic in knives out <laughs> oh yeah absolutely does she understand the gravity of her situation and then we had eric's story what is it going to be this year i i, oh, I can't God. wait yeah, I can't I, freaking wait. I can't. I couldn't possibly guess, but it's gonna be good, know. whatever it is. Yeah, it's got to be good. It's gonna be the next installment of what'll be a trilogy now. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, it's better than the Rise of Skywalker for you. Yeah. That well. Well, that comes out in like a month now on Blu-ray. Already pre-ordered it. Ready. Right. <laughs> ready to go. I just see they have a big box set, by the way, with all the Skywalker movies. No. Yeah, but I mean, I already have all the other ones. Yeah, so. I do too. So I'm just going to buy this one, and then uh, I'm not going to make another like big Star Wars purchase movie wise until they release the originals on Blu-ray, like unaltered original trilogy. Yeah, with the Yup Nup song at the end of Return of the Jedi. Anyway, um, to take it back to the Yankees, I'm sorry. So, um, are you freaking out because the Yankees, you know, had went what three games before they finally won one in spring training, or were you okay no, with it? I could care less about that. I just, I'm just every time I watch a spring training game, I'm just like, okay, like I'm just waiting to wait until the reporters can talk to Boone and, and hoping that someone else isn't hurt. Like <laughs> that's, I, I, I literally woke up this morning and and was fearful that I was going to see another tweet that another player was hurt. That's what it's come to after last year. Like I have actual, um, I have accumulated actual stress just from anticipation that someone else is going to go down. Much fear I sense in you. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot right now. Well, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. So you might want to nix that. Um, (laughs) when it comes to dealing with, with, uh, health with the Yankees, all those boxes are checked. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough call. But no, yeah, I, I don't give a crap about spring training games. It's no. You know what's cool? I'm I'm glad Andujar got to hit, got to hit a home run. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Good for him. Who, who do you trust more in left field opening day, Andujar or Frazier? <laughs> you know, this is going to sound crazy, but I would say Andujar just because I'm more trustworthy in his bat in the lineup to kind of try to make up for what will be god awful defense but Frazier has god awful defense too and I don't know how he's gonna look at the plate and Andahar kind of already showed in 2018 that he can kind of leave his defense on the field Mm -hmm. and and still produce at the plate 
seems like sometimes Frazier's defense affects him at the plate. So I'll go with Andahar. I will too. I, I think Andahar's got a better head on his shoulders than Frazier. And that means more. That means a lot to me because you're going to make at least hopefully smarter plays as you get more familiar with it. And um, like you said, be able to leave these things out here and not carry over. And, and it was obvious that like when Frazier would have one bad play, you knew two more were coming. Um, that Boston game on Sunday night was the perfect Oof, example. That was of rough, season. Yeah. yeah. I think Jay Happ started that game, right? Do you see there was some guy that knows like the starting pitcher and score of like every Yankee game going back to 2014, by the way, I didn't watch the video, but I, I heard about this. Wait, what? That's pretty incredible. There's like some guy that can recite the score and the starting pitcher from every Yankee game for the last six years or five years. Wow. Yeah. That's, incre- I don't know. that's insane. Can you imagine if he dedicated his time to, to learning something pos- like that could help the world? <laughs> I guess we can say the same thing about ourselves because we can recite like every at bat of the '96 World Series, but very little else. How many? How many people are in the '96 World Series video <laughs> that we can name? It's like, oh, well, you see Susan Waldman in the background for two seconds, and and we know that. That's that's scary. Something that just popped up in my mind with all these Yankee injuries, you had the um, emergency goalie in the Canes-Leafs game, the, oh, which was dude. such an incredible story. Yeah, but that uh, cost the Rangers. All right, well, whatever. That was still an awesome – that was like one of the coolest hockey stories in years um, next to like Vegas going to the Cup and Ovechkin winning the Cup. And sh- should the Yankees start considering em- emergency replacements for all these injuries? And how do we apply? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to look too good, though, I'll tell you. Oh, no, I'd look awful. But, it would be uh, incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm getting in shape for, for, for ABA opening day. I've dropped, dropped some pounds. I'm going to be <laughs> in good shape this year for my last hurrah. But, uh, well, you're, talk, I, you're talking all this crap. Don't strain your quad in, in first practice. Or your if I, look, if I, if I pull anything, I'm not telling nobody. <laughs> I'm just, I, I play first base. i got to walk, what, 10 feet to get to my position? I'm fine. I think it would be 90 if you're coming from the third base dugout, which is, which is where our home dugout is. I hate that. Uh, you should always be on the first base side. But anyway, yeah, no, in, I mean, high, like, in I, high school, we were in the, we play on the same field I played in in high school. And our home dugout was first base. I, when I, but I, I the reason here. is because the sun shines directly into the first base dugout. So it's, yeah. a, it's a strategic move. I understand it. But I always I like being because as a lefty, too, it's easier to get ready to hit when you uh, yeah. when you have I guess save. in high school, our games were after school. So the sun was already yeah. already gone over by then. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? The um, no, no, I meant from like where I set up to field the ball, and then I have to move just a couple feet to get the first base to right. to get the throw. Okay, I thought you were saying like when you go out to take the field. No, no, because you were I mean, saying walk, and I was like, all right, I don't know if you're going to walk to first base on a ground ball. You probably need to move a little quicker than that. Well, it depends. Depends where the ball's hit. Yeah. You know? If it's hit to you in the last game, I might as well not even go. I might as well stand off the back. I have a better chance of catching it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I couldn't even throw. I just, I just. I went. think that was the worst game I've ever seen you play defensively, and we still won. Yeah, which was funny because the finals the year before, every ball was hit to you, and you were fine. You made every single play. You had the first three RBIs in a game that we won, you know, seven to two, but we were losing, and you know, sorry, it happens. Yeah, well. 
I only had one throw, and I threw it into the bleachers. (laughs) So, I mean, who am I to talk? Talk about injuries. I joined a gym the other week, and it came with a free consultation with uh, their, like, physical trainer. Oh, boy. And um, he told me that my shoulder is loaded with scar tissue around my rotator cuff. Oh, yeah? And that... So you're trying to feel bad for talking talking right now? I'm just saying it makes sense because I would throw... From third, and when, like you said, when last season I would throw with ease, it I felt like I was throw, give, throwing all my strength, and I was just short hopping you every time, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Hmm. So you're gonna get it scoped and make a comeback in two years? <laughs> I'm gonna have to see. I'm gonna have to see if CC can put me in touch with his doctor who fixed his shoulder. His yeah. was probably a little worse. I, I well, everything tore up in that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, probably. But no one cares about our injuries. The Yankees injuries. The Yankees injuries are are the are the concerning ones. Who cares about my shoulder? I would I would give my other shoulder to Judge if I could. Yeah, I mean, geez. Well, he's, he's he become be- he's become so crucial now with Stanton out, and now like you know, it's you don't want to get worried about Judge. I mean, the wording has just been weird though. Like Boone said, his MRI revealed like same thing that has always been there like didn't even say like the mri came back fine or anything like that like i don't know if that was just like weird unintentional wording by him or it's like what the hell is he talking about Mm -hmm. so now whenever judge gets into a game i'm I'm gonna be holding holding my breath i'm i'm not i i think i think judge is gonna be fine i just i feel like with like inflammation and stuff like that judge will play through that kind of stuff and I mean, he might not be a hundred percent, but I feel like he'll play through it. Um, at you know, once once he gets to a point close enough to the season, he's just going to plow through that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I think they said that he's getting closer to entering a game. So, I, you know, he's a professional hitter; he doesn't need a lot of time to get going. And I mean, we saw it in twenty eighteen, right? He comes off the the DL, has a couple um, couple games, and then goes in the postseason and rakes. So. You know he'll be all right. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, he's got he's got bad shoulders. What do you want? What do you want him to do? Want him to be all right? He'll be all right. He'll be fine. I got. I see. Judge Judge will be fine. I'm more worried about Stanton than I'm worried about Judge. Oh yeah, I, of course. I'm just saying that Judge is important. Well, I mean, he's already one of the most yeah, important the most players important. on the team, but now even more so because of because Did of Stan. I think it was Martino put out this dumb article about. You know, I, the oh my god! Oh. Yeah, I don't even well, want. I don't even want to give that attention. It's just one. It's just one ridiculous article after another when it comes to uh, that particular writer. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't even want to even give light to such ridiculousness. You know what I want to give? I want to give John Car. Uh, I'm sorry. Ugh. I want to give Aaron Judge a nice fat extension right now. I don't care what his shoulder looks like. Give him an extension. He plays great. He is great. Yeah. And give Gleyber Torres one too because it's a sin how little money he's making compared to his production. Yeah, he, he's not going to be. A, he's not going to be a free free agent until what 2025. Yeah. So if you could buy out a bunch of his arb ar- years, give him a 10 year contract. Give Torres a 10 year deal. Give Judge like six, seven. I don't know. And you, we get to watch those guys for the next seven years. I would love that. Yeah, Sanchez. I get to watch, get to watch Chris Kreider for the next seven years too. I'm happy about that. But uh, I'll be happy for five of those. I predict. Um, but yeah, get, get, sign me up for Gary. That's the thing that the Yankees 
in the in the nineties Yankees did right. They locked up Mo, uh, Rivera, Pettit, and Jeter, and they kept those guys together. And every year they had a chance to win the World Series with those with those guys. And the Yankees need to do that with this group. Yeah, I would love to see that. Maybe with maybe with everything that's going on, they're paranoid that as soon as they do, they're gonna get hurt. Like look at Sanchez or uh, Severino Hicks. and Hicks. Well, I mean, they got a lot of time left on that Hicks deal. But yeah, hopefully he's all right when he comes back. There's another crucial piece too. I mean, Hicks is one of the most valuable center fielders in the league when he's healthy, and that's another so guy. It's another guy that's not you're not going to have until nearly the All Star break. Hopefully, barring any setbacks. Absolutely, most most underrated player on the Yankees too. Gets big hits time after time, makes yeah. big catches, and all of his underlying numbers are fantastic, as you said. All right, I think we have recapped all the Yankee injuries, unless there has been one since we started talking. I've been did a quick scroll of Twitter, and looks like we're in the clear. So, so um, with uh, with that being said, is there anything else that we uh, we need to touch on? I don't know. I don't think anything else has happened. I hope not. All yeah, right. I don't know. I mean. Uh, we were happy with how Happ looked. We were happy with how Montgomery looked. So those are the positives. And uh, I think probably by the time we talk next, they'll have played more games. We'll have a better sense of how competitions are going. And that's really the fun part of spring training, right? Not like these veterans that's like, okay, it doesn't matter. But watching these young guys who have opportunities try to seize positions. So we'll see what happens between Frazier and Andahar. We'll see what happens with King. And Garcia is going to start on Friday tomorrow, which mm-hmm. is very exciting. And um, and we'll we'll have some updates on the younger players, which will be fun. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just looking forward to watching more baseball. Although it's like with constant lingering worry <laughs> that, that, that there's going to be another injury. It's almost like I just want to skip spring training and just start getting to meaningful games before more guys go down before even getting to play in meaningful games. But um, no, I, I've, I've been really enjoying being able to just turn on the TV and, and watch some baseball, even though it's, it's meaningless at this moment right now. Yeah. I was driving home the other day on Sunday and I flipped on the, the radio and, and hearing John and Susan there, what a thrill. I mean, just like, that's the best, you yeah. know, you just start on radio, you hear them. I don't care what you think about them as announcers. I happen to think they do a fun job of keeping me entertained, maybe not informed about what's going on in the actual game, but I can <laughs> figure it out. You can listen to the crowd. You know, what's going on. I mean, if he says it is high, it is far. And you hear everybody go, oh, you, you know, that it's going to be caught. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, and they've been there forever. They're, they're part of our lives and just turn on the radio and hearing them is absolutely incredible. Just amazing. And I was so happy the other day to do that. But um, yeah, that's it. It's back. So, but what am I looking forward to? I am going to Florida, not for spring training, unfortunately. Couldn't take that. Well, I could have, but uh, I'm taking Shania and, uh, and Carolina's niece with us. And we're going to, uh, to Disney. I'm going to do Magic Kingdom Saturday, Sunday. I'm going to ride the Millennium Falcon. Probably will cry when I sit in Han Solo's seat. And, um, yeah, going to try to get there to the park at what, seven fifteen AM. So I could get in line for the rise of the resistance on the virtual queue and, mm-hmm. and experience that. So I'm going to be in star Wars land in all of my glory. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I'm definitely, uh, 
envious. Hope you guys have a good time. You should come down. Apparently, everybody's afraid to fly because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So you can probably come down. Although, Dad told me the ticket prices would be cheaper, but the airline prices went up for our trip. So I don't, I don't know. It didn't work out that way. But we had gotten them earlier anyway. Well, I guess good thing you did. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Well, while you're down there, try to uh, try to wrap up Judge and Bubble Wrap or something. If I see him on the uh, on the you know the the saucers that are spinning around, I'll make sure he's not leaning <laughs> up against that shoulder while he's in the ride. I'll I'll, I'll prop him up. Probably right. crush crush me to death. But yeah. All right. Well, have fun, and everybody else enjoy their week as well. Hopefully, it is not spent just uh nervously opening twitter hoping that there's not another yankee injury hopefully it's a healthy week for the yankees i really don't care if they lose every single game just don't get hurt and um we will be back to talk next week hopefully about something other than injuries so thanks for listening hopefully knock on wood see you later